Your insurance needs are as unique as the work you do and the industry you're in. Having the right protection in place is just the start. There's so much you can do to mitigate risks to your business for today and as you grow. At Sovereign Insurance, we're here to help with valuable information, insights, tips, and tools to help you protect your operations. Visit SovereignInsurance.ca to learn more. The more you ship, the more you save. With Canada Post Solutions for Small Business, we'll reward your repeat business with automatic savings. Visit CanadaPost.ca forward slash small business to see how you can start saving up to 34% on shipping in Canada. As a small business owner, you are the business, and you know the time you're spending on payroll and HR could be spent in a hundred better ways. Ceridian PowerPay is fast, simple, and intuitive software trusted by over 40,000 Canadian small business owners like you. Automate your HR and payroll processes, keep track of compliance, and pay your people from your desktop or mobile phone. Free up time to focus on what really matters when it comes to your business, and get back to doing what you love with Ceridian PowerPay. Welcome to the Startup Canada podcast, a show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. On this show, we connect you with the most innovative and entrepreneurial movers, shakers, and changemakers across Canada. With day-in-the-life stories and in-their-shoes experiences, we dive into the true grit of running startup and scale-up companies and the lives of those driving the entrepreneurial movement in Canada. The Startup Canada podcast is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community for Canada's 3.5 million entrepreneurs. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. I'm your host, Matt Curtis, and welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, entrepreneurs from coast to coast to coast, welcome to the Startup Canada podcast. And we're thrilled today to have Danielle Torrey, manager of Startup Calgary, on the show. Danielle is a manager of Startup Calgary, an initiative by Calgary Economic Development. Founded in 2010, Startup Calgary's events and programs support technology-enabled entrepreneurs with highly scalable business models. Since joining Calgary Economic Development in 2017, Startup Calgary has connected with over 8,000 event attendees through workshops, meetups, and events like Startup Weekend. Prior to joining Startup Calgary full-time, Danielle leveraged her experience in marketing and communications as a member of a two-person events and marketing agency that supported entrepreneurial organizations like the A100, Rainforest Alberta, Sibera, and more. Welcome to the show, Danielle. Thanks so much. I'm super excited for this. And we are too. So before we dive in today, what's the main thing you want the audience to take away from our conversation today? Um, I'm sure the direction of this will probably change uh, as we chat today. But I think the one thing um, that we've been talking a lot about lately in the Calgary community is that just like we expect uh, early stage companies to focus on being connected on a global level, uh, we should expect the same of our local startup communities. So the the mentality that we all are really greater together and we should all be um, chatting with each other, knowing what we're working on, seeing how we can help one another and, and know that our local startup community doesn't have to succeed alone. It does take a village, doesn't it? Totally. So Danielle, tell us a story. What is Startup Calgary? How did it come around? So Startup Calgary was founded by a group of local entrepreneurs in 2010 uh, who were really looking to encourage connectivity in the innovation ecosystem and then increase exposure for early stage tech startups as a result. 
Um, so Startup Calgary, along with Startup Edmonton, are a bit unique from other Startup Canada chapters in that the focus of our programming has always been on that highly scalable business model that leverages technology to solve a problem. Uh, that being said, I would say that this is really only part of our value proposition. And the other thing that we pride ourselves in is that we are very connected to all of the different resources, mentors, funders, and government partners in the community. Um, and we do that so that we can collaborate with them better, understand what they're working on, and be able to spread the word and properly triage entrepreneurs of all stages and um, that are working on businesses of all kinds. That's awesome. And can you share how you came to be at the helm of Startup Calgary? Yeah, it's been a, a crazy ride, I will say that for <laughs> sure. So I was actually a, an undergrad student at the University of Calgary working on my Bachelor of Commerce in Marketing. And um, I knew a founder of a startup called Rocketship. And basically what their startup aimed to do was connect students with small businesses who are looking for support with what they referred to as bite-sized projects. So basically a small business was maybe looking for a couple of blog posts to be done. They wanted to charge a flat fee of maybe, you know, 100 to $200. And then a student could come in and, and tackle that project. And then it's not necessarily committing to anything part-time or full-time. Uh, in capacity. So he knew myself, he knew that I wanted to get involved in content marketing, and he knew the founder of a small events marketing agency named uh, Jen Del Conti, who founded a company called Catalystica. So Catalystica was uh, started in order to serve a lot of the st or startup support organizations in their early stages. Um, so serving organizations like Startup Calgary, um, like the A100, like Lighthouse Labs as they launched in Calgary, um, and other initiatives like Rainforest Alberta. So she actually needed some support with blog posts for Startup Calgary, uh, and the founder of that company knew both of us and basically said, hey, you two are both looking for similar things, how about you go for coffee and if you decide to work together, uh, please do so using our platform. And Honestly, it kind of continued from there. I, I started working with that company for about two and a half years. Uh, Startup Calgary joined Calgary Economic Development in 2017. And then Jen started full time. We kind of wrapped up things with our events company. And within a couple of months, we were both working at Startup Calgary in a full time capacity. So that's kind of how it came to be. And in, in terms of how I got to my role that I'm in right now, so I did start in the communications and marketing side of the team. and. Um, Jen, who uh, was the manager of Startup Calgary before me, is actually just on maternity leave right now. So she'll be coming back in September. And Carrie Gordon, who I know that uh, has been on this podcast and has actually also been recognized as a community leader of the year, she has moved on to a, a role at Creative Destruction Lab. So it was a really great uh, net new position on, on program direction. And that's kind of what brought me to where I am now. So I would say missing my crew, but we've continued <laughs> to grow and build up the team. Uh, and I'm really happy to be here. Well, congratulations on the growth, uh, both of the team and for yourself as well. Thanks. Yeah, it's been a wild ride, but I wouldn't have it any other way at this point. On, on the topic of growth and change, how has the relationship between Startup Calgary uh, changed with the community and the ecosystem uh, since coming together with Calgary Economic Development? Yeah, well, I definitely say the support has been huge. Uh, so Carrie was running the ship before Calgary Economic Development as a solo executive director with Jen and myself as contractors for support, as well as a huge network of volunteers. So having that support within Calgary Economic Development has allowed us to, to grow our team. But I'd say that we've still really kept that 
scrappy, get stuff done attitude that still helps us to, to really, I would say, punch above our weight and put on tons of events and programs per year. Since joining uh, Calgary Economic Development, we've hosted an average of about 80 to 90 events per year. We've grown our volunteer com community to over 50 active volunteers. And I'd say from the benefit to the entrepreneur, it's really that we have the resourcing behind us, but not only that, but we have that connection into the greater team at Calgary Economic Development. So whether those companies are looking for support in terms of growing their team from a talent standpoint, if they're looking to grow into a new physical office space, um, or if they're looking to go global and leverage resources like the Trade Accelerator Program, which is operated by members of the Calgary Economic Development Team, I think that's really just created this much wider support network. Um, it's allowed us to kind of have ears on the ground and in all corners of the community and really encourage a more coordinated approach between uh, ourselves internally, but also within the greater innovation ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really like acting as a hub or kind of a gathering place for, uh, for people in all stages. Yeah, exactly. And Startup Calgary is unique in that, um, even in terms of comparison to Startup Edmonton, in that we don't have a physical space. So we don't have a space that we are able to fill with tenants. So being active in the community really is uh, getting out to events, connecting with stakeholders, um, being present in other physical spaces like co-working. So it really does take a village both internally and within the community itself. Mm -hmm. And, and how is that kind of a nebulous approach to uh, to really, you know, connecting with your community? How do you, do you think that's added anything, uh, you know, particularly unique to how uh, Startup Calgary interacts with its ecosystem? Yeah, well, there's actually a really um, interesting organization that formed, um, having a problem with timing right now, but I think about two years ago now. I have a horrible sense of time. That's just a fun <laughs> about me. Actually, I'll be like, oh, that happened like three months ago. And someone's like, no, that was like six to eight months ago, maybe even last year. But anyways, so the Calgary Innovation Coalition formed, I believe about two years ago. And that's a group of about 16 to 18 different organizations, all with the same mission of supporting innovation in Calgary. So it's a mixture of post-secondaries, uh, grassroots organizations like Startup Calgary and Rainforest Alberta, as well as other support organizations and accelerators like Platform Calgary and Zone Startups. So it really does allow us to kind of have a cohesive approach to how we all work together. It has that open line of communication between all of the different groups because I would say Startup Calgary's role has definitely we're always in the position that we are intended to evolve and mold to what is available in the community because over time more accelerators are starting more incubators are starting co-working spaces are opening there's all of these new ways to support entrepreneurs and we're really here to be you know stewards of that and um communicate what's going on in the community and fill in gaps where we can and and really serve as that top of the funnel getting entrepreneurs into the community so that they can take advantage of the, the amazing ecosystem that we have. Mm. And I think that like keeping at the forefront, really that kind of agility to be able to match and shift and mold to again, what circumstances you find yourselves in is uh, is something core to startup culture in, in so many different ways. And that's um, really does lead well into my next question, which is why is now such an important time for the startup community in Alberta and in general, really? Yeah, so I think now is more important than ever. I really feel like we were hitting our stride in the startup community within the past year. Uh, one measure I've actually used for that is we attended Collision as a um, Calgary, Edmonton, Alberta Innovation Corridor 
approach in Toronto with 24 companies from Calgary and eight from Edmonton. Um, from a Calgary standpoint, we really um, took over Toronto. Uh, the amount of interest in our city and the tech community like completely blew me away. We, we had a booth um, promoting Calgary and I don't say this often, but like, I'm not super excited about booths, like going, you just think you're going to be trying to recruit people to come and talk to you. And honestly, I would have to turn on my heel and walk away from the booth in order to get a break because there were so many people that wanted to know what kind of companies we have and what opportunities there were for graduating students. And do we have accelerators and incubators and what does that look like? And I was um, I left Toronto on a complete high that, you know, people do see Calgary, they do see the potential that our city has. Um, yeah, that was just a really interesting experience. But uh, that being said, we do have some challenges ahead of us. Um, we have had some changes uh, to our provincial government and there have been some removal of programs that um, our local tech community in particular did really rely on. Um, everything from our shred credit to the Alberta investor tax credit and interactive digital media tax credit programs. Um, and those were really, those were really key, both in supporting our local companies and attracting uh, new capital and companies to the province. But um, recently, actually, an article popped up in CBC that kind of caught my eye and it featured a lot of our local companies. And one of the founders actually from ShareSmart, her name's Rena Tabata, she made a really key point and, and what she said was, you know, there's there's no longer a sweetener to favor the Alberta companies over companies anywhere else in the world because a lot of those programs really did help with that. But what that means for, for the province and, and for Calgary is that the companies need to be more globally oriented. Um, and that's really what that'll look like until there are programs that come into place to, to replace what's missing. Um, and we actually, we had a, a study done for Calgary called Startup Genome, or under the Startup Genome brand. And one of the, the top three recommendations was that increase in global connectivity. So I think this is something that we need to focus on regardless. We were told that, you know, one of Calgary's problems is that our companies might be building their, their products for the Calgary market, which is, you know, maybe stunting their potential to go global and they need to be talking to global customers sooner. So I think going forward, that's, a, that's gonna be a huge part of our approach. And I think that that goes back to kind of what I said that I hope the takeaway will be from this conversation is that, you know, we have maybe some new limitations in the province, but we are still a, you know, a community across Canada, but we're also a community globally. And there is still potential for our companies to be based here in the city and tap into to other networks and resources. Right. So I think there's still some really um, some really great potential, particularly because of kind of the the wind in our sails that I'd say that we have from the past year or so that has just been really positive. Mm. And and that was a that was a great blend of uh, an answer to both uh, my follow up questions to that, which would have been, um, you know, are you seeing increased demand for startups in the province, and what is your vision for entrepreneurship in Calgary, in in Alberta, and in Canada? And it seems to me, uh, based on what you said, that there is an increased demand. That there is, you know, it's it's really necessity or innovation by necessity, mm -hmm. and uh, and what it comes down to is the the path you see that uh, startup communities and entrepreneurship in general. Uh, 
the one that needs to go down is taking a, a globally focused um, approach because there is just a lack of, unfortunately, uh, uh, supports are being removed for, uh, for companies starting uh, you know, with an intent to do uh, local businesses. Uh, with an intent to stay in a local market and um and again there is you know just a, a lack of things now separating uh specifically startups uh, I, I would imagine at least in the tech field uh, from anybody else from any other corner of the world yeah and i'd say that the there's a really interesting network and i think because our city has gone through you know a lot of challenge and challenges over the past few years that our community is really really close-knit there's a really great hub of companies who are constantly working together. I'm always coming across like new collaborations between startups um, or companies that are just providing each other with support and services. And I think that's the thing that sometimes goes unnoticed. And it's the things that even myself being, you know, at a lot of events and talking to a lot of different companies that it flies under my radar. So if it's flying under my radar, it's flying under a lot of people's, uh, radars both within the city, the province, and nationally. And I think that um, experiencing the Calgary startup community and kind of sensing the unique uh, secret sauce that we have here in terms of collaboration, you sometimes really do have to come here to experience it. Um, or even just, you know, connecting with a large group of us like we did have at, at Collision in Toronto. And again, I think that's what kind of drove up that interest was, you know, we have over 24 founders here. Um, you know, there were at least two people per team. So we really were, there was I think over 150 people from Calgary that attended uh, Collision in Toronto to really kind of put our our flag in the ground and say, hey, we're here, we're doing cool things. Um, don't forget about us. And most of all, we're working together to do it. So thank you for sharing uh, your vision with the future of entrepreneurship in Calgary. And uh, just on the note of collaboration, building forward, what do you find are the best tools and methods entrepreneurs can use to connect with their community and also to get their community to connect with them? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that goes back to the organizers and the facilitators that are building the community in the first place as well. Um, I would say that a lot of what we we recommend, and it, it sounds easy, but it still gets neglected a lot, is, you know, don't build your company from your basement. So be out in the community, be attending events, find ways that you can contribute. It's the, the founders that really kind of find where they can add value to the community and have that give first mentality that I think really do receive the most and and it really propels their business forward. Um, one example of that is like we work with quite a few different founders. Um, one company we work with is is still quite early stage, but they're called Oyo Catering. So they started out of a startup weekend. Um, they were coming to startup drinks every month and we have um, a pitch component to startup drinks. So it's a super casual 60 second pitch. It's intended for someone who had an idea. Maybe they just came up with it in the shower and they just want to start spreading the word and getting feedback. So he was super active in both of those events. He was, you know, always reaching out to our team, asking for support, but also um, asking how he could support us. And and asked for you know validation of what he was working on because what he was doing was actually solving a major problem for Startup Calgary. So he has his platform is essentially working to reduce some of the problems that uh, organizations have when they're ordering catering. So for example, we used to order with skip the dishes and the meals were often sometimes canceled last minute because the restaurant couldn't accommodate the size of the order. 
Um, it was coming late. They didn't know where we were. And they're just it wasn't the right platform for what we were trying to do. But given that we're a small team, working with a more formal catering company wasn't exactly cost effective um, or time efficient for us. So we were really in this place where we're like, okay, well, Skip isn't really working and working with a traditional caterer doesn't work for us. And he came in and, and solved that problem with his platform. And ever since then, we've kind of kept that open line of communication as to, you know, why we, you know, what is working, what's not. I think one of the biggest uh, disservice that a startup support organization can do for uh, a local company is, you know, cheering them on, even if it's not the best fit or, or using their product, even if it's not the best fit for them. I think that that also kind of goes back to the conversation around, you know, building a global company is so we hear often uh, like we're a Calgary company, you should buy local, you should support us. And I think that that's the biggest disservice that any you know, startup support organization or corporate or anyone could do is to support a company just because they're from Calgary. Yes, I think we have some amazing companies that are working on amazing products, but it's our duty to give them the feedback and, you know, talk to them and give them the opportunity to evolve their product so that it is the right fit for us. Because if we're having problems and it's not working for us, it's definitely not working for other people as well. So I would say that having that, and really it comes down to open dialogue. So startup drinks and pitches that I was talking about before was um, we've really worked to have that event and kind of increase or change the dialogue around, you know, I have an idea. I don't want to share it because somebody's going to steal it. So by having startup drinks, it was, you know, changing that into you have an idea, start sharing it now because you have this amazing community of people here who can help you and they can help you much faster. Because the one thing that we're trying to do in Calgary is just increase the speed of connectivity and and how quickly companies can get connected to mentors, funders, and customers. And that's really where that, that started. And I think that the next iteration of that is improving the dialogue around, okay, if you are looking for support from the Calgary community, that also means that you have to be willing to accept feedback and, and have that open dialogue where we're supporting each other, yes. Um, but support doesn't always come in the form of, you know, being that customer. And yeah, I think I'm rambling a bit <laughs> about this now, but I'm just, I'm super passionate about that. And I think that the companies that have that mentality of being open to feedback and open to sharing what they're working on are the most successful. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's true. Like, uh, and, and I do think that is a great approach. Um, just opening up that two way street of dialogue right from the outset, because, uh, People need to know if, you know, what they're doing is actually addressing a real problem, if what they're doing actually does add value. And if nobody tells you that, you're going to keep doing that until somebody does. And then you're not going to realize, you know, really kind of the what, what the areas are that you've been missing until, you know, you eventually get that feedback. So I, I think you're exactly right that the most important thing is starting that as early as you can. Yeah, and I really think as community builders, you know, as, you know, chapters of Startup Canada, we can play a huge role in setting that environment at our events and through our programs. So whether it be, you know, at Startup Drinks, we do a lot of messaging around, you know, keep in mind that this person doesn't necessarily have all of the, the details worked out. They're just starting to start that conversation and socialize the idea. And we actually provide like tips for the audience, you know, ask like how questions, not why, um, you know, understand, like think about how you can help rather than trying to point out constant flaws when, again, that idea, they might have just come up with it in the morning. So there's there's very simple things that you can implement in your events to make them a bit more 
um, comforting and open to, to having that kind of dialogue. Mm. I would say even constructive. It's it's really focusing on taking a community community building approach and not just not just building uh, a community itself, but having the community build itself. Really, having it it, it build and support its members. Yeah, because I feel like once you get people, sometimes there's a lot of focus around. Okay, we're doing this great event. We need to get everyone in the room, and then once they're in the room, there's not a lot of follow through on, you know, how are you actually creating and accomplishing what you came here to do? Um, and whether that is just, yeah, sometimes it is just a simple framework and establishing boundaries and sharing what the goal is and, you know, giving people examples of, of how they can support each other. Mm. Mm. So on, on that note, then, uh, Again, just to pull pull back the scope to more national lens, uh, Startup Canada. We have over fifty startup communities, and one of them, which uh, which being is Startup Calgary, and you know it's it's incredible working with you guys and seeing how much you guys have grown in the past few years. And uh, I I want was wondering if you could share with us some of the lessons you've learned uh, working with a pan Canadian approach to entrepreneurship. Yeah, so I'd say that you know, becoming part of Calgary Economic Development has really opened our eyes to that national community. Community. I mean, we've been working with Startup Canada for a long time, but we were often limited in our ability to actually travel to other communities and, again, really experience it in person. So for us, we've been going to more conferences even. So we've been attending Startup Fest in Montreal. We've been attending Collision in Toronto, like I mentioned, Uniting the Prairies in Saskatoon and and the, I can honestly say the collaboration that we've had with so many different communities, even from a personal development standpoint for me, has completely opened my eyes. Because when you are just in the early stages of growing your community, uh, being able to learn from other community leaders, uh, other founders, other accelerators as to what's working and what's not is super powerful. Um, and I would also say that there's been a lot of exchanging of that feedback over the past couple of years there was um, a really interesting you know community builders sort of impromptu summit that was held at Startup Fest in Montreal um, which Startup Canada was present at it well as well and you know even hosting the community builder summit here in Calgary like yes it wasn't necessarily an opportunity for us to leave our city but it was having all of those different community leaders here to connect with and and share stories on and really like Canada as a whole is still growing our national startup community. And the, the more we talk to each other and share lessons learned and um, what's working and what's not, and, and even going into other markets as Canada, not as our cities. Um, I think we're starting to work towards going into other markets as our province. So for example, Calgary and Edmonton have been doing a lot of work on, you know, going to events as Alberta. Um, and having that more powerful united front. And I think that the ne- what's next is going into other markets as Canada and showing what we have to offer. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a great thing to align on and, and a great uh, ground-up approach, I would say, starting, uh, starting as local as you can and then streamlining that, uh, that approach and taking it on as big a stage as possible. Yeah. So moving from there, who should join Startup Calgary and why? How would they go about connecting with you? Yeah, so we try to make that as as easy as humanly possible. So um, because we're that, you know, top of the funnel, I have an idea, where do I start? Really starting with us is a great place to do that. 
Um, so how they, we would recommend usually engaging is we have office hours. So those are hosted every Tuesday with our startup support specialist. So um, this person is someone who has founded a company, has a lot of experience um, in kind of those, those lessons learned and failures and um, also an understanding of all the programming that's available. So kind of having that initial one-on-one touch point um, is really great for some people who are really hesitant to, to get involved and maybe don't necessarily see themselves as an entrepreneur yet. Once they've kind of had that first touch point, um, whether it's through office hours or an event like Startup Drinks, we usually recommend that they kind of funnel through all the different events, but also um, we basically what Startup Calgary was built on in terms of growing, allowing us to grow our community was um, supporting all of the different other community events and spreading the word about what's already going on. Because we didn't always have all of the resources in place to host our own events and programming. So it was a matter of just, you know, raising all tides of, of everything in the community that's going on. So really connecting with us is as simple as going to our website, checking out our events calendar, which includes everything that we offer as well as everything that is happening in the community in respect to technology and entrepreneurship. We have a newsletter that goes out every month. We share news from the startup community. We share startup stories. Um, We actually also have our own podcast called the Startup Calgary Podcast. So you can hear about a lot of those um, founder stories, but we also use it as another way to spread the word about, about funding and other accelerators and incubators that local companies can participate in. And yeah, follow us on social media and there's there's no shortage of ways to connect that's for sure so basically if you're looking for entrepreneurship in calgary you're there yeah we're here we're waiting (laughs) we got stuff going on and if we don't have something for you then we know who does that's perfect so danielle as we wrap up our conversation today um and and in thinking of everything that we've discussed what do you think the most tangible takeaway from everything we've talked about is that entrepreneurs could implement in their business now I would say going back to having conversations and keeping an open dialogue and having the give first mentality. So making sure that when you're when you're having conversations with other people that you um, come at it from a perspective of what can you contribute, uh, but also look for what also having your ask top of mind. That would be like my, my biggest recommendation and, and something that can go a really long way and may not seem easy or natural at first, but having that um, is what entrepreneurs need as they found more and more companies over and over. Danielle, it's been fantastic having you on the show today. Thank you so much for sharing uh, your insights, your expertise, your experience, um, your vision for Calgary and for Alberta, for Canada growing and scaling both locally, globally and citywide. Uh, Thank you so much again for your time, and it was an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. All the best. Take care, Daniel. Thank you for joining us this week on the Startup Canada podcast, a show dedicated to unlocking the potential of every entrepreneur with access to inspiring stories and tangible lessons to help you run your business. Until next week, I'm your host, Matt Curtis. Go check out the latest startup community news and upcoming events like our popular hashtag startup chats on Twitter every Wednesday and Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern.